so this is Emma here and I'm just trying out something new so something I do on a regular so anyways just wanted to do I don't want to call it a podcast because that is very official you know um, I just want to like spread a message I guess no doing today i hope we're doing good i hope we're doing well i just want to share a little something that i got from reading the bible i actually got this like a long time ago i found this just from reading the bible by myself and i thought hey why not share to other people as well I don't have an official title for this um, audio Bible study session, <laughs> but you get the gist by the time I get into it. So anyways, the Bible verse that I'm going to be reading and sharing from is from the book of Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 14 from verse 24 to 32. So Matthew 14, 24 to 32, and I'll read. It's a very popular story. By the time I get into it, you probably already know what it is. 24. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble, far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. Verse 25. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, walking on the water. 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. 27. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Verse 28. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. 29. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over to the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. Verse 30. But when he saw the winds, when he saw the strong winds and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Verse 31. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? 32. When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. That's our Bible verse for this um, recording. You know, this story really warms my heart. First off, we see Peter. He said, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come with you. That's verse 20, um, 28. Peter already knew it was Jesus. Hence, he said, Lord, He just needed that extra push. Now, do you remember as kids when you would pray to God that if what you're about to do is right, then something should happen? Or was it just me? Let me explain. I used to do or I used to say things like, God, if you want me to speak to my friend who did me wrong, who did me shady, then let the rain fall tonight. 
or if you're angry with me let my stomach pain me or just something like that like i i i i wanted a physical very distinguishable um evidence of god speaking to me and i see a little bit of peter or i really see a little bit of that in peter and also god saw that god recognized that and he still answered him he still showed him or gave him an audible very distinguishable um response he said come to me uh jesus saw potential in peter and he gave him a chance and peter grabbed at that chance that god gave him he grabbed at that opportunity and he grabbed he held onto that word come it is me in verse 29 when jesus answered him and he was actually doing very well he was walking on water he was uh his faith was taking him places now imagine little emma who prayed that god should make rain fall or who prayed that um something like my stomach should pay me in order for me to know that god actually wants me to do this thing imagine little me now on that night seeing rain or even having the tiniest stomach ache possible probably just from jumping around or from eating too much but i see that i feel that stomach pain and then i'm so happy because i know that god has heard me and god has spoken to me obviously i will cherish that and i'll hold on to that and gladly keep my own end of the bargain and peter did the same thing he heard god say yes it is me come to me and he started walking he started doing things in a in um, real time practically that could be like oh you actually prayed for god to do something for you you asked god to show you a sign and you prayed that like god if you don't do this thing then i probably won't um carry out my own end of the bargain and god actually did that thing peter working on water could be you actually going to achieve that which you had promised you would do if you saw a sign it could be you starting your own business it could be you um plunging into a new relationship it could be you taking a trip or moving away from wherever it is that you live to a new destination that could take so many shapes so many forms but then in verse 30 peter cast his sight onto the strong winds and the waves he looked at the struggles that he was going through and his past let down he looked at everything that was going on around him that was shaking the boat i was rocking him about causing him to fret and worry and he gave those things room to dwell in his heart he gave those things room to settle down and take place in his mind and eventually it all became too much and he began to sink he did not actually sink yet he began to sink at least according to my bible version i'm using the new living translation and it said in verse 30 but when he saw the strong wind and the waves he was terrified and he began to sink slowly the doubt the fear the hopelessness the frustration the letdown the disappointments the discouragements that he was getting from people from the situation around him from the wind and the waves slowly crept into his mind and they began to weigh him down they began to pull him down you know we have to realize that what we look or what we choose to look at or focus on affects our destination if one turns to look back even the eventually the whole body 
will turn around and start moving backwards if you're walking forward and you turn your head to look back and your legs keep on moving but your your face is now looking backwards eventually your whole body is going to turn around and look and go towards the direction of what you are looking at but you see peter didn't allow himself to actually sink didn't allow himself to sink he didn't allow himself to fall underwater instead he cried out for help and i find it very interesting that he didn't call on any of the other disciples to help him he didn't call on anyone that was already on the boat instead he called on to god now from the human perspective the disciples were already safe they were in a boat they had no trouble if anything was to go wrong those ones would be okay they would be safe because they were protected in the boat however jesus was also on the water like peter he was in the same position as peter and in quotes he was more likely to sink than the disciples however peter chose to call on jesus he chose faith over security he chose faith over logic he chose on jesus because inside of him he knew it was jesus that that could help him and he cried out save me lord and of course jesus reached out to grab him jesus didn't condemn him for his little faith he didn't condemn him for the fact that he looked on to the winds and the waves and everything that was going on around him but jesus chose to save him whenever i read that verse verse 31 Jesus' voice always seems so calm, saying, you have little faith, not condemning, not saying, Peter, I have taught you all my ways, you have been with me for weeks and you still don't believe in me, but no, he said, you have so little faith and ended it there no i'm ashamed of you no i'm disappointed in you there was no i expected better of you there was no uh you don't deserve to serve me you don't deserve to be my disciple none of that he just said you have so little faith jesus truly cares about us he asked peter in that same verse why he had doubts in verse 31 he said you have so little faith why did you doubt me he wants to know and he wants us to acknowledge that we have doubts you know in order to deal with something you have to first acknowledge that there's something to be dealt with now jesus always wants us to be aware that there is something that we need to deal with So Jesus wants us to acknowledge that. He asked Peter, why is it that you doubt me? What are the things that are causing you to not trust in me as you should? And then Peter or whoever it is in the situation, you, you may be you may have to consider and sit down and think, "Oh, I think it's because of this. I think it's because of that. I think it's because I trust in myself more than I trust in God. I think it's because of my fa- uh, my fear of failure." Uh, my fear of the unknown whatever it is we begin to think and ponder in these things 
and then once we know what it is that is the problem once we know what it is that we have to work on we start to slowly work on those things and develop ourselves and get rid of those doubts and those fears and we begin to deal with ourselves once peter climbed back on the boat the wind stopped the waves calmed down the troubles of the world and the pain all went away the sorrow and the grief all faded only after the encounter that just showed me that sometimes we go through certain things to learn new things we can never know everything we keep on learning day after day and as people say experience is the best teacher sometimes we go through things just to know how to deal with new things like after peter had that encounter he he knew what to do what not to do who to call upon when walking on water what to say who to look at what to think what not to think it was because he had already gone through the experience of walking on water that he now knew how to walk on water and the things to do so we go through certain things in life just to know how the right way that God wants us to do something God wants us to teach us God wants to teach us new things and so he allows us to go through certain trials and tribulations even though it seems at the moment that it is not helping in hindsight after the encounter has passed we realize oh this is why this is why I went through that it's all part of God's master plan and one inter- interesting thing is that while Peter had this experience with Jesus those around him were not left out the disciples also came to know Jesus in a new way it wasn't just Peter that was being affected by this walking on water experience the disciples who were also on the boat got to know Jesus in a new way in verse 34 it says after they had crossed the lake they landed oh it was a verse 34 verse 33 sorry it says then the disciples worshipped him you really are the son of God they explained they came to now know him as the son of God as the one who can control the winds and the waves they had the new experience and it was because of Peter's encounter. Our relationship with God can reveal God to those around us, to others who are watching us, whether we are aware that they are watching or not. Peter was just trying not to drown. He was just trying to stay afloat. But at the same time, the others got to know Jesus as the one who controls the wind and the waves. They all exclaimed that he truly was the son of God and they worshipped him. That is the definition of a win-win situation. So sometimes we go through things to encourage others. It might be immediately, it might be in the future, but we've had that experience and now we know how to help others who are going through the same time. Also, people are always watching us. So our situations and the way we handle things may encourage or discourage someone else. If we're going through a season of um, where we're waiting, for example, we're waiting for a job, we're waiting for Jesus to give us a job, and we are jobless at the moment, there are other people who may 
be jobless or even if they have jobs but when they see the way we're still praying we're still faithful we're still joyous and thankful to god irrespective of the fact that we don't have a source of income that might spark up their faith that might encourage them and they may be waiting on god in another area a different probably they are waiting on god for the child or a child or a fruit of a woman but because of the way we are waiting on god for a job we're we're professing faith we're like we're thankful we're not letting the situation to weigh us down they may be encouraged and start to do the same thing however if we are complaining we're complaining that jesus doesn't care about us anymore or like jesus has forgotten us or we're going to be jobless for the rest of our lives just because we don't have a job at the moment because we can appreciate god for what he's doing and the experience he's giving us others who are watching us may also also start to think what if he's right what if jesus doesn't care about me what if god doesn't care if i have a child or not and then they may go to find like the wrong ways of getting children and all of that so this is basically just saying that our experience with jesus our relationship with god and the things that we go through with him our walk with him basically could also encourage others we learn others learn from the same experience so it is a win-win situation hallelujah i hope this was helpful i hope this um, encouraged someone i hope someone learned something new and i hope it's a win-win Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and God bless.